Hey everybody, guess what time it is? It's shuffle playlist time. That sounded really lame. <laughs> At least you're honest. Okay. Chris, what song are we talking about this week? All right, so this one is a throwback. Um, uh, it is a song by a well-known uh, hair metal band, but not one of their well-known songs. Um, one thing I like to do is take like a major artist that I like and find deep songs that like B-side, I guess this used to be called, uh, where they weren't as well known as their main hits. So this is Ball and Chain. It is by Poison. Off of Flesh and Blood from 1990, which of course had uh, Unskinny Bop, uh, Ride the Wind, Something to Believe in. Um, and actually the fun fact of this song is that I only heard it because I bought the single cassette of cassette tape, and I'm sure some of you don't even know what that is. Um, it was a cassette tape because CDs didn't exist. And whenever you bought a single, even though it was a single, they always put like a second song on there. Uh, and I bought it for something to believe in because I wanted to learn the piano part, which I did. Um, and this song was on the other side. And so I listened to it and I loved it. I'm like, wow, this is a great song. Um, it wasn't on the radio or anywhere else since, of course, it was 1990. Uh, and digital music didn't exist. So that's what song I got for today. So Tell me about the song. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of stock for Poison. I mean, Poison, you know, they'll admit, they'll say, too, they get a lot of hate from critics uh, because they say their music is kind of simple and just kind of lazy, which I actually disagree with music critics. I think most music critics are just kind of a-holes. They get paid for it. But I, I think it's kind of stock for them. Like, it's that type of bluesy type of rock um it's just a fun song and that the main guitar part that keeps looping through is just sounds cool i like it i love cc deville um he just has his own style of music that fits really well with this genre um so i like it it's got kind of a fun acoustic slide guitar kind of thing in the beginning and then it just moves right into their regular style of, of kind of, of rock And also, like I mentioned, it's not one of their major hits. Um, like every Rose has its thorn, you know, look what the cat dragged in. Um, it's just a deep track. Um, but mainly, I, I really like C.C. Uh, DeVille's guitar throughout it. Um, it has a great guitar solo, too, which, again, is kind of his trademark style. And... I just, I think it's a fun song that's not well known by many people. Yeah, I would agree. I would, I did look at your notes before, and the first thing I wrote down was, this is a great B-side. And uh, actually, I wrote it down after bluesy rock. So oh, yeah. I guess that's the second thing I wrote down. The, the concept of ball and chain, 
might be problematic in today's Oh, see, uh, I didn't even think of that. Like, I... <laughs> but I will say, after reading the lyrics, it seems like it's a little bit of a love song and not so much of a, I got the old ball and chain. Like, no, I think it's the opposite. I see Because he says saying. something like, uh, some, something about ball and chain. She'll always be wrapped tight around me or something like that. And, and I just... But then she also, he also says, uh, she's much ball and chain in my lock and key. Yeah. And it, that seems, it, the song does not seem as if, uh, he's just like, oh, I got, I got, I got a home, the old ball and chain. The song sounds more like, uh, you know, I'm lucky to have this person. That's kind of how I take like, it in too. my life. It's a, you know, that's a good point. It's a, it's a weird song title. I actually have never thought of that in many years. I've listened to this song. I, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics much, um, just because I like the guitar. That's kind of what I'm driven to. But it's very interesting that you say that. And now that I kind of go through the lyrics, I agree with you. Like. Ball and chain, like you said, is typically a kind of a derogatory type of sentiment. But uh, I think for Brett Michaels, it's kind of the opposite, which I think is a very profound and astute observation on your part. Oh, thanks. They also had shirts out way back when I was in like the eighth grade, seventh grade uh, that said women. And that stood for worship our masters every need. So it's not like poison oh, isn't above. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Well. No, no. <laughs> poison, poison, they're okay. not above uh, uh, that time, place and time. And the person who, who I knew had that shirt, by the way, was my god sister. And she used to wear it to church. Oh, wow. That's a great <laughs> so, conversation starter right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's Alaska. They don't really care as much there. But um yeah, it's not a the the issue isn't as much you know in this case the, whether it's problematic or not. The issue is more of we're talking about the song, mm-hmm. uh, and you know if you go and you look back at the late eighties, well, if you look back any time before recent history, with the last five years, there's lots of problematic stuff that might be. Oh yeah, wouldn't, we can we fly can dig in down place. into. Yeah, no, I I think this song to me is just a fun song, and but I've always like I said, just focused on the music for it. It's you know some. Songs are like, wow, the lyrics are so deep. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Brett Michaels is kind of known for writing cheesy love songs, like the whole rock of love thing, you know, like in his solo stuff, which is pretty terrible. But do you think he wrote this about Pamela Anderson? It's because Every Rose Has Its Thorn is about Pamela Anderson. Was it really? She's in the video. That song was about her. I don't I know. Do Let not. me do a Google search. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. Fill that. for me. Well, you know, I wonder, because I know she was with Tommy Lee, of course, is another 80s uh, metal, or not metal, uh, hair metal from Motley Crue. And I know they dated for a while. Like, So that's actually an interesting thought. I wonder if it was for her. Like, that's, if he wrote that song for her, I mean, that's one of the most popular love songs. Every Rose Has Its Thorns. I mean, that's pretty, pretty big honor if that was written for, for yeah, her. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to look here, which is great podcasting. No, no, it's just interesting to see if that's true or not. I, I did not know if that was written for her or not. Maybe they didn't date that long, did they? Or they weren't like married or I anything. I don't even know. I'm, I'm looking right here. Huh? Uh, Pam Anderson at the time when it comes to rock, she dated Poison's Brett Michaels from 1983 to 1994. Okay. Uh, the song okay. came out in 1990. 90, 1990. Uh, you know. So maybe not. Huh? Well. I'm sure it was, if it wasn't her, it was somebody else that was well-deserving of such a meaningful song. Like, every rose has its thorn. 
or hopefully yeah that that song came out in 1998 so huh okay well 1988 excuse me i was gonna say 98 wait a minute yeah 88 all right well chris do you have anything else to say uh no i can't think of it but check it out you know like especially if you're a poison fan or if you like uh hair metal like rat or any of that type of stuff because this is one of those bands where you can dig into their deep b stuff and find some cool songs like this yeah white white uh white snake is also oh i like white snake that's another one same good good pick all right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to email us, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can also find us on Twitter, if you really want to, at 918digital. Uh, because, I mean, I realize that we're recording all these episodes on the same day, but nobody's emailed us to this point. So, That's uh, okay. I just just assume when you're listening to this, still no one's emailed us. So, g- g- send us an email. Yep. Uh, tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, if you have a question, or if you have a recommendation. Uh, we'd like to do an end of this season uh, episode. Well, and I do want to close by saying that I feel bad tripping on Brett Michaels a bit, because I think from what I've heard and seen, he's like one of the nicest people on the face of the earth. And I think he lives in Scottsdale or something like that. So Yeah? Yeah. It's kind of cool. He's well-known and around here. And Sorry, Brett. I didn't mean to rip your rock of love stuff. I'm sure that was truly from the heart when you when you did that i'll so. let 58 year old brett michaels know <laughs> the next time we see him <laughs> please do <laughs> <All right. laughs>